Hey, everybody. Good morning. Hi, Angie. Hi, Bendy. Hello, Lizzie. Hello, Vic. Um, Vic and Lizzie here. Pro Joe in the house as well. Getting ready for a Monday show. Lots of, lots of people on the show today, or at least two. Um, good morning, Sophie. Hi, Sherry and Kurt and Anthony. <clears throat> ready for a big weekend? You're already looking for the weekend already? What did I say? You said something about the weekend. I had a good weekend. Hope everybody had a good big weekend. Yes. Didn't come around. Hope everybody had a good week, big weekend. Looking forward to a big week ahead. <laughs> I just didn't know if maybe you were already got some great plans I do. for the weekend. No plans, but I'm already already looking for it. Never too early to look forward to the weekend. <laughs> we're 30 <laughs> seconds in and I'm ready for the weekend. weekend. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's funny. Um this is the show before the show. You guys know. I know we have had a lot of we had a lot of new listeners, viewers jumping in on Friday's show with um J.R. Moore, of course, Anna on Antarctica and the craziness happening in our country and what's going on behind the scenes and two Joe Bidens yeah. at least. Mm-hmm. Um good morning, Trisha and Jeannie and Kim. Uh, Robert, Robert, great show Friday, he says. Thank you so much, my friend. Plus, Kelly Mano. Love that lady. We'll be promoting it here shortly, but we also have uh, 830 guest. So 830, um, we've got a guest we're going to be speaking to. We'll be promoting that. Uh, about There's Michigan electors. There are Republicans in Michigan that a very, very hardcore left AG is trying to throw in prison all about the election. This will blow your mind if you're not caught up on that story yet. Um, very much looking forward to bringing you guys that story because it's sad what has happened. And, and it's false. I believe it's false. We'll show you video. Uh, the video has been taken down on several sites at one point in time. Um, but we're going to talk to Shane Trejo. Um, three organizations he represents, um, Oakland, Geo, Oakland County GOP. He's an ally of the log cabin Republicans of Metro Detroit as well. Um, we'll let you know everything. He's going to speak on that whole situation, what's going on. But you literally have Trump electors in Michigan facing multiple felony charges. Um, bizarre story that's going on there. Plus, coming up at 9 o'clock, because we always try to bring you every side of the story and maybe things that you're not looking at right now. Uh, we're going to talk to an expert in the pork industry, Jim Jim Eady, Eddie, swineweb.com. You can check him out before then about some things that Americans need to be very, very, very concerned about when it comes to our food, what's happening with pricing, what's happening with big ag all over the country. Of course, you know what we do here on Cancel This, canceltheshow.com. Try to bring you very unique programming, of course, get you caught up on all the news headlines. Uh, you name it, everything. How was your drive back, uh, Lizzie? It was great. We left a day early. And so we've, I had all day yesterday to just kind of relax. We were supposed to get home yesterday, but we left early. When did you get back? Uh, two o'clock in the morning, which would be like Sunday morning or Saturday night. Oh, oh, so, okay. I gotcha. Yeah. So it was nice, <laughs> nice, 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 easy drive. Hey, Chris, good morning to you as well. And Jeannie is good. 
Good way to kickstart a Monday, that's for sure. Um, we'll talk a little bit. We won't spend a ton of time, but Donald Trump um, quoting, coming out with a quote on the women's soccer team. It was great. I may have a, a surprising take for it. His quote was great. <clears throat> I'm not happy. Um, I don't know. We'll see where it all goes. But I woke up and watched that at 6 o'clock yesterday. watched overtime. And it was just terrible. But regardless, it is what it is. And, um, man, I was met a guy Friday evening. Man, there's no way when he found out what we do. No way Trump can beat Biden. <laughs> I just started laughing. <laughs> I bet you laughed real loud. I was like, oh, dear God. He just said that. <clears throat> no way. He's like, we need Ron DeSantis. <clears throat> and I said, you know, Ron, do you know how far? And this is an educated uh, attorney. A criminal defense attorney, too. Hmm. Um, and he told me, he's, I was like, do you know how far Ron DeSantis is behind, bud? He's like, well, I don't know. He didn't even know. He didn't know. Right. right. I said like 40 points. <laughs> He's like, well, he could come back. There's a lot of time. And he was dead serious. Yeah. It was not alcohol speaking. Not alcohol speaking. <laughs> Ron just needs to wait. Hey, good morning, Ben. Good morning, Paul. Hope you guys are doing well. <laughs> he can come back. So you're saying there's a chance. Yeah, that's what we're saying. Something like that. Mm -hmm. um, all right, let's get the Big Monday show going. Love you guys for j jumping in. Whenever you want, Pro Joe. Hey guys, welcome in. It's Cancel This, CancelTheShow.com. I'm Vic Faust with Lizzie Sparks and Projo. It is Cancel This, CancelTheShow.com, Monday through Friday, 8 to 10 a.m. Central Time. Share the show all the time. News, news headlines, uh, interesting interviews, and a variety of topics all across this country. Things that are affecting you, your family, the politics, the business, the life that you live. Um, we've also got Cancel Culture Education. And we have some fun on Fridays. Thanks again to J.R. Moore, who we had on Friday talking Antarctica. Kelly Mano, who's become a part of the show every other Friday. You can catch her from 9 to 10 as well. Um, I said, um, we, there's probably some people who want to get in and advertise with you or something. Let me know about that, Kelly. <laughs> oh, I bet they would. Um, we have, um, we've got two new shows that are going to be coming to cancel this as well. Yes. Well, it's actually a new media group, but they're going to be joining us. One is like almost like 90% there, right? Yeah, oh, for sure. The yeah. other one, probably 30%. So it'll be part of a network. It'll, it, 
It'll be good stuff. It may surprise some people, but we'll see <laughs> where we're going and things like that nature. But people are starting to call us and want to be a part of the network. So we're grateful for that. And of course, we're grateful for you that make this show as good as it is in regards to the live podcast, the live interaction, and for everybody who listens outside because about 95%, I think it's about 95% of the 500,000 uh, audience reach we've had in the last month or so comes after the show so it's not the live audience but we do it live for you guys that want to jump in and of course it is taped and edited for everybody else who's there uh okay um any highlights from the weekend in the drive back lizzie you know the drive was really easy gulf shores alabama it was really easy you know there's a lot of strange people on the road but other than that you know i love alabama but i just like to get home yep i get it of course it's one of those things that happens um all right regarding the weekend U.S. women's soccer team, we'll touch upon it, we'll get into it, we'll get out of it. They lost worst um, finish they've ever had, earliest exit they've ever had. Uh, Before the tournament started, we already knew about, they were a team fractured. They can say, oh, we love each other, we're really good with each other. But when you're standing at the core of who you are, out on a field, and Some people are like, we hate the flag. And others are like, we love the flag. There's going to be dissension. Give me a break. Even if it's not talked about, it is there. And it was with this team. And it's sad. But once again, Sweden, the opponent yesterday, arms around each other, singing their national anthem. They're into their country. And of course, you have these women at least 60% of the ones that were starting that you could see, refusing to put their hands on their hearts again, looking down, looking angry, whatever, blah, 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 blah. They go out, they lose. They get their asses kicked. I'm sorry, if you lose, you get your ass kicked. Mm -hmm. Okay, they dominated the game, but they lost in shootouts. They would have won the game. They would have been up in penalties, five kicks. They would have gone up four to two and essentially won. They would have won had... Guess who? Megan Rapinoe made her penalty kick. Of course she did. And Megan Rapinoe sailed it. She screwed over her team. She screwed over her legacy. And she screwed over her country. And that comes all after all of her bitching and moaning. And look at me. Mm -hmm. Because Mm -hmm. her career over the last eight years has been nothing but look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Look. Oh, no. I'm doing this for young girls. I'm doing this for a, a, a whole society of trans people who 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 are just they're they're marginalized and they're treated in such a poor way by you mean conservatives and f this and f that to Trump and yeah well on the biggest stage karma <clears throat> said hello Megan it's time to end your career <clears throat> excuse me and she blew it and she wasn't the only one and it's very interesting. Tara says my husband thinks she did it on purpose. Yeah, I know a lot no, of people no, think that too. No, being a former athlete, no, that that's your legacy. Yep. That no, mm-hmm. no, it's really, really, really bad. So they would have won it. Then it all of it, and they were rolling up until that point. They hadn't missed a penalty kick. Correct. And then the wheels fell off everything. Absolutely. Um, and it's sad. Just remember what. And and I like sports, and I have to watch ESPN to get certain. Um, highlights and things from that standpoint but just remember espn did a full they already had it in the bag they did a like three minute tribute praise piece to this woman on how she's amazing but remember who runs espn Mm -hmm. there are certain people within espn and they've all they've pushed these democratic hardcore left liberal ideas 
and ideals on their people, on their anchors, on the stories that they cover. So you shouldn't be surprised. So they were planning on running this after an American win. Well, they ran that story. Then they went to the highlights yesterday morning. They've since changed the highlights. But yesterday morning in their first highlights, because I was watching this before I went to church, they didn't even show her missing the penalty kick. Oh, wow. That's a They lot. didn't make one mention to Megan Rapino missing the shot. Mm -hmm. That's why I wanted to get into this. And just... Yeah. It's once again, not only can you not trust the national media, you can't trust the national sports media, no. which is sad, 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 sad. And then I think a thing that pissed a lot of people off is she was laughing. Yes, she, she was. But a lot of times in sports, some, when you don't know how to deal with emotion, mm -hmm. you, you'll laugh or you'll yeah. try to smile it off because okay, you're taught that by coaches. You know, laugh it off, get up, forget about it. It happened to move on. But for her, there was no more moving on. No, it was done. it. It was done. And I think that that's kind of what what happened. Uh, Jay Sunder says ESPN is going the way of MTV and no longer being about what got them on the map. Of course, that's what True. happens. But as I know from a long history of being in local news, you're told to do what your bosses and or producers try to do. And if you question, then you're considered some sort of outcast. You're considered some sort of prickly person. How dare you? So anyway, uh, ESPN effed up yesterday morning. They screwed up. They're a joke. They've always been a joke. They're going to be a joke. Um, because they are all about politics and certain individuals try to push their agendas when it comes to athletes and voting uh, a certain party and leaning a certain way with their liberal ideas. That And it pisses me off because it's an athletic sports channel. Keep your freaking politics to yourself. Anyway, Megan Rapino, she got karmid um, and, you know, so be it. But the American women showing ungratefulness to this country. They say that they're not. They say, we love our country. We just want change. Well, if you want change and you work for it, but show respect, and you don't. And of course, we're a laughing stock across the world mm -hmm. for a variety of reasons, starting with um, <coughs> the commander-in-chief, um, <laughs> Joseph Biden. But anyway, um, check out what President Trump, former President Trump, um, pushed out yesterday, a message when he after the game when it comes to soccer because there were three of these players who have gone after him. I always have an issue, once again, Megan Rapino and these soccer players were not provoked by anybody, ever. No. Nobody went and started yelling at them to make them start to come out with this. They, they were not provoked. Nobody set them up. Nobody tried to poke them. They chose this themselves. So here's what President Trump said. Of course, you knew, you just knew that Trump was going to come out and say something about the soccer team when they lost um, and see whatever he could. He said, uh, quote, this was at the real Donald Trump. The shocking and totally unexpected loss by the U.S. women's soccer team to Sweden is fully emblematic of what is happening in our once great nation under crooked Joe Biden. Many of our players were openly hostile to America. No other country behaved in such a manner. And he's right. They were all happy to be there showing love for their country, not the American women. No other country behaved in such a manner or even close. All quotes. Woke equals failure. Nice shot, Megan. Oh, my God. <laughs> the USA is going to hell. MAGA. Now, 
I know that that's I comedy. I love that. I love I that didn't so love it. I did. I loved it. He went it. too far. No, I don't think he went too far. I disagree with you, Vic. I think she deserved it. She stood there. Well, actually, she didn't stand there. She knelt during the anthem right next to, and it was over Black Lives Matter stuff, and yet there was a black lady that stood right next to her that wasn't kneeling. Well, that wasn't yesterday, but that, well, that's, that's continual. But that's happened over the course of a few years, yes. no doubt. yes. Well, that's just that. That's that goes under the heading of you can't fix stupid. Correct, correct. <laughs> and Jeannie says they all suck. Yeah, mm. Mm. most of them. Do I just anyway. it's, <laughs> and of course, yeah. What did Biden do? He praised uh, the USST. I don't know what that means, Jeff, but um, you could let us know what that means. I have no idea. Uh, Jessica says nationalism only matters in other countries nationalism in the u.s is racist and it is and it's because of the people who are pulling the strings whoever they may be and the figureheads for that i'm sorry right now are the democratic party starting with the biden administration it's sad what's happened to our country it is again i mean we're a joke people make fun of us they make fun of biden um and then of course our athletes and our women who busted their ass and the reason that i i just wished he wouldn't have said nice shot megan oh i that, loved it i loved every minute of that that's the trump that pisses the independent off that's is that true, he guess. goes in and he sticks that knife in and mm, jabs it in when he doesn't have to that's my that's the only thing i'm saying and then i think about the guy who i saw friday night who can't stand trump because of things like that right and then, of course, Trump provides it again. But once again, no other American in the history of this country has faced more ridicule um, for trying to help our country than Donald Trump. So once again, walk a day in somebody else's shoes. We never know what somebody's feeling in their life or going through. We can imagine. But I can tell you this, nobody's gone through as much as Trump. So maybe when he just responds, because once again, he never provoked anybody. He didn't do anything to Megan Rapino, but these people started coming after him because he was the president. They started trying to stoke him, so maybe that's his way of trying to quote, get back, blow off a little emotion, blow off a little steam. That's who he is. Well, Kimberly and I agree <laughs> and with her. She, he that. just said what a big majority of people were thinking. <clears throat> he just said what we're thinking. I wasn't. I wanted her to make it. And I, and I despise her stances, yeah. and I despise everything that she's about, everything who she's tried to be. I hate her, her personality. I hate her arrogance. Uh, I hate the pride at which she walks and smirks. And, mm -hmm. every, mm -hmm. and it's like there's some little demon on her or something. For sure. I can't stand it. She totally turns me off. But I also think of other women on that soccer team who did put their hand on their heart every time they had a chance to who did stand up and you can't force somebody you can't force somebody to respect the flag it has to be no, within them that is true that and these soccer true. teams because it's it's what it's a microcosm of what's happening in our country when it comes to the nationalism aspect and that's what frustrated the hell out of me mm -hmm. but i wish i thought trump went overboard but whatever i, I his statement to me was perfect up until the point, nice shot, Megan. <laughs> that made me laugh, and and I get it gives, what you're it saying. It gives her it gives her a, a jumping board for her people. I just wish he would have let it be, and then no, sometimes you don't have to say anything. That you just let too. somebody make their own bed, and you're just like, yep, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. nothing to see here. All right, Jessica asked she wants to ask me a question. All right, here she goes, Lizzie. Vic, serious question: If Trump wins and another planned.
pandemic happens within his presidency, are you going to back Trump if he shuts us down for the greater good? I'm honestly not being sarcastic. Do you? I, I guess she means shuts down the well, like like, that, like the pandemic before, where businesses were shut down. Correct. A lot of people who liked Trump, why they don't like him now is because he kind of went along with Fauci and kind of pushed the thing in your arm and all of that. And a lot of people, that's why they don't like him now. They don't care if he tweets. They don't care about any of that. But they're very afraid when the next election comes up. Will he shut us down? No, he learned his lesson. I, I hope it, so. He jumped into that. He Nobody knew what was going on. Correct. The only people that knew about the pandemic were Fauci. <clears throat> Fauci was leading him right down that path. Um, people were starting to die. You're like, what, what? You're the president. Of course, the reason you're the president and Trump's a delegator as well. You got to have people that you trust in positions to do the job that they're doing. Then it's like, oh my God, now I see the plan that was happening. Never again. There's mm-hmm. no way, no way that would happen again. Yeah, I don't I think do he would do it I do feel he was again. pushed into the decision, forced into the decision. Uh, Mr. President, we have to do something. This is the way we go. This is what we've done in the past. Correct. Little did the American public know, because at that point, it was two weeks to stop the curve or something, right? Right. right. But did you believe that? I didn't believe that two weeks. And I said that to my kids. I tried. This two weeks is going to go on and on and on. Don't believe it and fight back. I told them that from the beginning, that this was some sort of a game that the Democrats were playing. Um, Yeah, at... It's a, I don't know why you asked that, Jessica, but that's... yeah that's Yes, of course, I it would support It was a good, them. valid question, just because that's just some reason why people don't like Trump that did before. They believe that he could have done something about that. I'm kind of with you. I think he was damned if he did either way, because there were so many conservatives even that were scared to death to die. Yeah, it was worldwide, Angie, of course. Yes. Of course it so, was worldwide. So, I mean... It was. So I don't know what he could have done differently. I mean, I, and like Jeff says, hindsight is a bitch. And not, yeah, of course it is. And not to get too off track, it is interesting. Robert says, if you believe in selected, not elected, of course, when it comes to presidential elections, not only in the United States, but all over the world, then Trump is a part of all of it. Oh, you're going to take us down this rabbit hole, Robert? It's not even Friday. Uh, Ooh. Here, <laughs> he goes on to say, you don't think that the deep state couldn't take him out? If they wanted to? Um, yes and no. Yes and no. Not without noticing. Yes. I, I think they want to You mean like JFK Jr.? Oh, I think they want to take him down. They tried to take him down by giving him the sickness, and he didn't go down. So I think they want to take him down. <laughs> Kimberly says this is great. I, I Trust me. I'm, I'm with you on this, Kimberly. She's like, everybody makes dis- bad, dismiss- bad decisions sometimes. We do. We <laughs> sure do. Are you angry that Trump didn't rain down on BLM and Antifa? I felt he was trying to. Jessica, are you supporting another candidate? Is that why you're asking the questions that you are with Trump? I'm that's just curious. A, yeah, that's a good question. She, she Maybe she's a DeSantis person. I'm, I'm not sure that she is, but a lot of people like DeSantis over Trump because he didn't shut his state. Well, Kathy reminds everybody since we took a right-hand turn here really quick. Uh, it wasn't Trump that pushed the cupcakes into people's arms. It was Biden. And in August of 2020, Trump was already opening the country. So, um, yeah, people can go back and forth, uh, up and down, all around when it comes to that subject. No doubt about that. And then Chris said, yep, exactly, Lizzie. Never fell for it. Formerly working in healthcare for 22 years prior to the scandemic, pandemic, whatever you want to say, however you want to pop it in, that was going on. So anyway, uh, we love you guys. This is cancel this, cancel the show.com. Uh, I'm, I'm glad that Trump put out a statement. I just went, oh, mm-hmm. 
Nice shot, Rapino. Most statements make you go, ooh. Nice shot, Megan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh, Donald. Donald. Mm-hmm. So the Amer- so she's gone, but I can promise you this. She's not totally gone. She'll be all over the place. She um, has become uh, an icon for the left, an icon of voice. She's in a gay relationship. So, of course, ESPN is going to pu- push that and, and totally misuse that, uh, which they shouldn't because they don't promote... Um, all people who are gay and all people's votes. They cancel out people who are gay who don't agree with their political decisions, um, which is unfortunate. So she'll be around, whatever. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's so difficult sometimes for people just to be nice. Right. People be nice. nice. Uh, Anyway, thanks for jumping in so far today, guys. It is cancel this cancel the show.com coming up in about, I don't know, five to 10 minutes. We're going to talk with Shane Trejo from Michigan, uh, involved in a political scene there. Uh, There's Michigan Republican uh, electors right there now who are facing multiple felony charges um, for crimes that they didn't commit. We're going to get to the bottom of this. It's a story that gained national headlines. Um, You've got a very leftist attorney general in the state of Michigan. Uh, This all goes back to the election of 2020. Um, Votes, no votes. Mail trucks pulling into back alleys and pulling into warehouses. Um, it, it's just, it's fascinating, some of those things. So we're going to get caught up with that. And then coming up at nine o'clock, what's happening with the ag industry that you don't hear anybody in news reporting about when it comes to the United States of America, specifically pork? We'll talk with Jim Eddy about that. He is uh, an expert with swineweb.com, a podcaster, uh, to keep people updated on what you need to know when it comes to some of these situations that we have going on in our country right now. Uh, Also, just a sad, sad state of affairs. I saw this come out on Friday. Um, What in the hell is China doing? Being allowed to fund public schools for $17 million? That's craziness. Or, what the hell? How did yep. that even happen? It's happening. And if you're funding public schools, that means they're pushing money into our national education programs. Correct. Meaning the United States is accepting that money. Of course they are. Which means you accept it. And when you accept it, that means you do what the people who gave you money tell you to do. Yeah, there's strings attached now. <laughs> That's just the craziest thing. And of course, they're doing it for the greater good and through the departments that they're, you know, cultural programs and language programs. But give me a break. Um, so, we're, I mean, we're going to jump into that situation as well coming up. Um, it is. And finally, another subject we're going to be jumping into, I guess, uh, Elon and uh, Zuckerberg. Yesterday, word came out. Oh, yeah. We're going to fight. It's going to happen. 100%. It's going to be live on X. You know, Elon's new place, but then now Elon is saying he may require surgery before the fight, before that can happen with Zuckerberg. He says he needs an MRI on his neck and upper back. Oh, my. <laughs> so I was like, damn, you tease. Mm-hmm. Come on, Elon. Um, they, they allegedly have a, uh, a cage match, but he says he's getting an MRI uh, tomorrow on his neck and upper back which could result in surgery. He says he's going to know later this week. He's scared. Um, I, I don't know. He just said, quote, the exact date still in flux. 
I'm getting an MRI on my neck and upper back tomorrow. May require surgery, and the fight can happen. We'll know a little bit more this week. Now, Zuckerberg on the other says, hey, I'm ready today. Mm-hmm. He's ready to rumble now. <laughs> I was, I, I, before I was put all my eggs on Elon to find a way to beat Zuckerberg, mm-hmm. um, I know I had people who disagreed with me, so I don't know. Maybe the surgery that Elon's going to have is uh, some sort of mechanical. You know, he's going to uh-huh. he's going to cheat some way. Yeah, I wondered that too. If he was going to put the bionicness right. in it, he's going to chip himself. <laughs> he's going to yeah. chip. He's going to chip, chip, chip himself. Yeah. Okay. Well, we yeah. can see where that goes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's going to put Tesla arms on himself. Oh my God, that's funny. That is good stuff. Um, all right. Hey, do we have? Uh, do we have our guest? Is he up? Is he is, is Shane tra- backstage? Yes. Okay. Could we bring him up and and kind of get into everything that was going on? Uh, hey, Shane. Shane Trejo here. Welcome into the show. Cancel this. Cancel the show. Uh, good Monday morning. If you could, could you let everybody know um, who you are, what you're involved with in Michigan, and then we'll get right into this topic of these uh, Michigan conservative slash Republican electors who are facing felony charges. Oh, thanks for having me, Vic. Uh, my name is Shane Trejo. I am the executive director of the Grand New Party Pack. We're an organization that uh, works to get America First Republicans elected in Michigan. Uh, and I'm uh, working uh, to expose the truth behind what's going on uh, with the uh, 16 uh, Trump electors uh, in, the, uh, in the state of Michigan. Right now, they're facing multiple felony charges, and it's completely... Uh, you know, this is kind of without precedent how, how they're getting railroaded right now and has massive ramifications for uh, 2024. So I'm happy to be here to kind of shed light on what's going on. Could you break that down? What exactly happened that put uh, these electors in the situation that they are? Okay, so after the uh, 2020 election, um, you know, it was marred with allegations uh, of improprieties. Uh, as you mentioned, you know, the, the van that showed up at uh, 3.30 a.m., uh, with with all the mysterious ballots that no no chain of custody, no accountability, no transparency. Uh, so there was a lot of instances of you know, whistleblowers, people who were you know at the polling centers, who saw all of this uh, shady behavior happen. They were hauled off the floor. They covered it up. All these sort of things. So uh, you know, in the the mad dash uh, after that, uh, the you know the the people did not want investigations. The the, the government did not want investigations, but Obviously, the Trump supporters did. So, a uh, the the uh, pro-Trump uh, the Trump electors, uh, you know, they submitted an alternative slate um, in case there w- were investigations that that showed enough fraud uh, to where the um, you know uh, Trump Trump uh, you know some of these ballots that were determined to be uh, improper were uh, thrown out in court. Something like that was still plausible that something like that could have happened. Uh, when the uh, the Trump electors uh, submitted their alternative slate, so when it did happen at the time, it was ignored by the mainstream media. It sort of fell on deaf ears. Uh, you know, people just wanted it to go away. They didn't want. Uh, you know, at that time, uh, the press did not want any uh, uh, light to be shown on any efforts that were uh, trying to fight back against uh, the 2020 election fraud. So it just kind of fell on deaf ears and was ignored until many months later when uh, the deep state, when the Biden DOJ and FBI were uh, constructing their case in an attempt to throw as many charges at President Trump as possible. They kind of dug it up and and put it back out there 
uh, like it was some sort of secret, secretive conspiracy or cabal of people trying to steal the election. So they completely reframed it and threw it out there, you know, about a year, year and a half ago, and have been uh, dogging the the, the pro-Trump, have been dogging the Trump electors ever since. And then uh, a couple weeks ago, it was announced by uh, Michigan Attorney General Dana Nessel that the uh, 16 Trump electors would be receiving a whole host of felonies. Uh, felony charges. Uh, and, you know, a lot of them are just completely ridiculous. One of them is uttering and publishing, which is a uh, crime usually for credit card fraud. If, you know, someone puts out a phishing scam, if they're trying to solicit, you know, uh, a social security number or credit card numbers from people under false pretenses, that's the, the sort of crime it usually is. But now it's being uh, thrown at the uh, Trump electors. So this is just a way for uh, them to uh, hurt, you know, some of the most uh, influential pro-Trump uh, people in Michigan. These are like activists with significant networks. Now, instead of, you know, uh, being able to do their First Amendment uh, right to uh, push for the candidate that they want, they're going to be uh, dogged with all these different legal fees and have to go through this ridiculous uh, court proceeding. And what we believe is that um, it's, it's all about connecting something to President Trump. We're hearing uh, that they're going to actually uh, potentially charge uh, President Trump with uh, racketeering charges and create, you know, actually say that it's an organized crime operation for how they allegedly tried to steal the election uh, from Biden and tried to hurt democracy. And they're going to have, you know, the, the, the most far left judges and uh, try to stack the court proceedings as much as possible. Uh, to to do what they can to to th throw President Trump in uh, jail before uh, 2024 uh, the election can be had. So this is really scary stuff. This is Orwellian stuff. This is you know something you'd expect to see out of you know Soviet Russia or Mao's China, but it's actually happening in America right now. So we're, I'm trying to rally support uh, for the electors. We're going to do everything that we can to fight back against this ridiculous narrative that if, uh, you know, if these, these 16 people are, uh, you know, these, these charges are uh, successful in the court of law and that they are uh, found guilty uh, in some sort of kangaroo court proceeding, that is the end of election integrity and that is you know, the end of the Bill of Rights and Constitution. We're, country. we're talking with Shane Trejo. He's the grand new party PAC executive director. Can you explain what your term is, Michigan electors, just for people um, who may not know what their job is or what they are? Uh, well, yes, because uh, we have an electoral college. So, um, you know, there isn't, you know, uh, direct democracy in America. So uh, each state he puts up a uh, slate of electors uh, based on you know what uh, candidate won in their state. So there's a process for Republican electors and Democrat electors, and depending on uh, who who won uh, the, the particular state um, in a given election for the presidency. Uh, they they send up a, a slate of electors. So the Democrats had their slate of electors. Republicans had theirs, and the Republican slate of electors in in Michigan when the election was in dispute. Uh, after all the different allegations of fraud, uh, so the Republicans submitted an alternative slate. Uh, this is not without precedent in our history. In uh, 1876, uh, there were a dueling uh, slate of electors, and uh, you know that caused uh, some controversy. And eventually, uh, Congress uh, made the determination on, on who would be uh, elected president. Uh, so it has happened before, um, and it has never been suggested that anything like this uh, would be a crime. I mean, it was it was suggested 
you know, when uh, when the Democrats were wargaming on uh, behind the scenes, potentially on on what uh, what would they do if Trump won? You know, this was suggested by you know former Clinton um, campaign. Um, uh, specialist uh, John Podesta as something that the Democrats might possibly do. Uh, it was suggested in you know Associated Press mainstream media reports that that this was something that was being considered. Uh, this was something that was a possibility, and it was never suggested that this would could possibly be a crime. But you know the lawyers in the DOJ, the lawyers in the FBI, you know they were able to concoct this, they were able to spin this and try to make this out to be a crime just in their mad dash to throw everything that they can at President Trump to try to get him thrown behind bars. And they want, you know, these uh, these Trump people to, to, to flip. There's going to be uh, everything that they can to try to concoct this phony story that they can connect to Trump because that's what they're going to do. That's why they threw so many ridiculous felonies at them. They want to scare these people and they want to build uh, the case uh, against President Trump, make him seem like he's a criminal so that they can jail him and, you know, do what they can. You know, I don't know if they can possibly throw him off the ballot if he's convicted of crimes. They'll try. They're going to try all kinds of crazy stuff. And, you know, they're just getting started. And uh, these these 16 people, you know, they're, they're not, you know, they're ordinary people. They're ordinary patriots. And uh, they're they're being destroyed. They're, they want to destroy their lives in in an attempt to you know stop Trump, stop MAGA, stop the America First movement. And no matter where you are on the political spectrum, this is something that should uh, terrify you, and you should oppose this uh, based on principle. Shane, does this have anything to do with the infamous video that was found with a mail truck inside of a warehouse, dropping off what appeared to be votes? late overnight does is this what you're referring to when it comes to um electors seeing things that were going on on that election night when the election stopped and then michigan uh the state of michigan jumped right in they were one of those states where it's like wait a second a bunch of crazy stuff just happened when the voting stopped yeah, I'm not 100% sure if any of the electors were on the floor, but I actually was the person who happened to see that. Uh, because uh, Chuck the, Colesto uh, posted video again just a few days ago of the mail truck going in uh, to the warehouse. You're familiar with that video, right? Yes. So, yeah, I, I was actually there on the floor at the TCF at that at that moment. So, Well, we're showing you a video from that. Now, you've seen this video already. What happened here? Okay, so what happened was at 3.30 a.m. on the night of the election, uh, you know, the, all the different poll challengers were basically disenfranchised. No one was able to, um, no one was able to, you know, uh, uh, look at the votes as they were as they were being handled. So, so there were no votes, there were no ballots coming in throughout the entire night. Then at uh, 3.30 a.m., here come all the ballots from, uh, you know, an election worker van. From, and we're showing uh, video for our podcast uh, listeners of this van that Shane is describing coming in late at night or early in the yep. morning. Exactly. So 3.30 a.m., here come all the ballots, and you know, no one knew where they were. I mean, obviously, they could have processed these ballots you know, little by little, had them coming in throughout the night, so there could have been an orderly process. But that did not happen. They all came in at 3.30. Then all the poll challengers were... Uh, you know, basically, they were uh, the shift was over, so they were moved off the floor. And then, when uh, the uh, when they were processed, that's when we saw the Gestapo operation, where the, the it was boarded up. Anyone who tried to say that these ballot, you know, tried to like actually inspect these ballots, they 
marshaled off the floor and then they boarded it up so people couldn't see what was going on. You were there that night right there in that in that facility? Yes, I was watching this happen. So I was wow. um so I was yeah, one of the people there on the floor watching this happen. Um I might actually be in this video cuz I was trying to uh you know look at exactly oh what does it say on the the side of the ballot what or on the on the uh of the van what what uh what's the license plate number. So I was trying to get that information just to see, you know, what who's who's behind this operation, but it was actually a city clerk van. So, um, mm. you know, it was, you know, the, they they withheld the ballots for for so long, no never gave a reason why. And when the poll challengers saw improprieties happen, you know, such as ballots that that didn't have a crease or, or a crinkle in them, you know, suggesting that they were never mailed in, stuff like that, they were told that they were the problem and some of them were actually marshaled off the floor. Um, and, and basically treated like criminals for demanding for doing uh, their job. Mm-hmm, exactly. So that's um, that's that's what happened. And, you know, the the electors, I'm not sure if any of them were poll challengers, but they certainly were aware of things like this. And it wasn't just this. There were many other things that were happening you know, across the country as well that were just as shady. Um, and so the, the electors were aware of, of all this stuff going on. That's why they used their First Amendment right under the Constitution to not go along with the coronation of, of Joe Biden that happened uh, due to, you know, in my opinion, instances like this uh, happening across the country, coordinated fashion, all these different polling centers in, in areas in battleground states like Detroit, uh, like Atlanta, uh, Milwaukee, and other states um, where Phoenix, where all this sort of followed the same blueprint to you know swing the election, in my opinion. With that, Shane, how are how are people in Michigan taking this whole story? Because um, I lived and worked there for eleven years, and during my time, I saw a horrible governor in Granholm. And then I saw Snyder, a conservative, get elected and thought he was doing some good things from a business standpoint. Obviously, the Flint water situation was one of his undoings. My point being is that state can be red and it can be blue. Um, Where are politics in the state of Michigan, especially this elector story? Because I know how local news is and I know what they're going to say and how they're going to, to, to play things. Yeah, I mean, right now we're just trying to get, uh, make sure that, you know, among solid America First conservatives that we're uh, uniting around the le- uh, the electors, that we're giving them the support they need at uh, GNPPAC.com. We have uh, the Go, uh, the Give, Send, Go accounts for the, the different uh, electors so that you can support them uh, monetarily as they, uh, get, uh, they, they, as they uh, get lawyers and fight this. So we had a uh, event, a fundraiser just on uh, Friday as well uh, at the home of, of one of the electors. We had about 100, 150 people there uh, show their support. So we're just trying to rally the troops right now uh, in terms of the, uh, the state of Michigan and uh, the state of our politics here in the Republican Party. Uh, it's it's not, uh, not, not particularly good at this point. The, uh, the Democrats have a trifecta. They control, you know, they have the, the governor, the secretary of state, the attorney general, uh, the House and the Senate uh, that they control. And they're passing through all kinds of crazy stuff, uh, so-called, you know, civil rights for, for transgender people, uh, red flag laws, 
uh, huge corporate welfare, uh, massive budgets that are unprecedented. Uh, they're, and they're going to keep overreaching. And I think that they're going to continue doing that for years. And I think that eventually the public will realize when they feel the pain of these Democrat policies, then they'll wake up and, and go back to Republican. But you know, there's been a lot of corruption in the Republican Party here, too. So you can understand how the voters uh, got sick of that. But I think they're going to they're going to have a rude awakening uh, after years of Democrat control. And that's that's what will make them come back to the Republican Party. But in terms of uh, what's going on with the Republican Party on the ground, a lot of infighting, a lot of anger, a lot of frustration. But, um, you know, I think that unfortunately, the Michigan's going to have to feel the pain of Democrat policies before the voters wake up and, and turn back around, and put Republicans back into office. Yeah, I was just concerned. I looked over at Lizzie because I was like, oh, it makes sick me sick to my stomach because everybody knows Michigan will be a swing state in 2024. Mm -hmm, for sure. And when you control the messaging and you control the media, um, those two work hand in hand. And I can only imagine what that state's going to do. I, I Do Michigan Democrats really want to vote for Joe Biden? Because I'm afraid that that state will go blue just because of the the Democrats controlling every aspect of government in the state right now. Well, yeah, we know that, you know, the secretary of state, um, Jocelyn Benson, you know, she will not, you know, put any oversight, any signature verifications, um, the avalanche of mail-in ballots, you know, it, it won't change in 2024. So it's an uphill battle, but you do hear from people on the ground who say, oh, I mean, I was hoodwinked into voting for Joe Biden. I'm never going to vote for him again. So depending on where the economy goes, if you're looking at, you know, what's what's going on with the inflation, the spending, uh, a lot of bubbles, you know, in the economy that, that seem to be ready to pop at any moment. So if that happens and the public wakes up, especially the people in the suburbs who, you know, they, they don't like Trump's tweets and, and that and that and that's why they vote against him. Well, if, if all if their 401ks disappear overnight, then they might want to go back to the, the good old days of, of Trump and putting America first and uh, good, econ good economic policies. So I think that there's still a lot of variables that could uh, happen. But, yeah, we know that the, the Democrats in power will not make it easy. Uh, for Biden to lose uh, in the state, you know, regardless of, of what the voters want. Well, Shane, you we were talking about earlier Trump's tweets. Now, is Michigan, is the economy as bad as it say is here in other states where groceries are so expensive, our insurance skyrocketed, our utilities are going up? Do people in Michigan get that upset with the tweets as opposed to a huge electric bill or bacon costing a million dollars? Are they upset about that yet? Uh, well, yeah, doing door to door, you do see anger with uh, the cost of goods and services. And, you know, we were definitely feeling it here. Uh, it's just that, you know, there there is so much propaganda out there that just wants to create like kind of a cone of invincibility over the Democrats here. And be, and the, the problem also is that the, the Republican Party here is in such a dismal situation that it's it doesn't seem like a good alternative to, to voters. But we're trying to get the strongest candidates that we can, the, the, the pro-America first candidates who will not go along with a lot of what the Democrats are doing. So we're, we're trying to build a foundation for a better Republican Party here. But you have so many Republicans who are willing to go along to get along, who will go along with a lot of the crazy stuff of the Democrats and champion what they're doing. And that demoralizes uh, Republican voters, probably by design. So we see a lot of sellout Republicans here. 
a lot of corrupt Republicans here. And I think that's the biggest problem. It's not that people like Biden. It's that the people have a bad taste in their mouth in Michigan because of all the corruption from the Republican Party over the course of many decades. Do you have any faith in the voting system coming up for 2024? National voting system? I mean, I don't necessarily have faith in it, but I think that we need to flood the system. We need to work every avenue. If, um, you know, ballot harvesting is not legal in Michigan, but it is legal in other states, Republicans need to, to do that. Republicans need to uh, look at the rules that are in place and do everything that they can to boost turnout uh, in these rules. I don't think that it's impossible to win. I think we just have to be smart. We have to realize that, you know, absentee ballots, early voting, all these sort of things, we have to fight on that battlefield. And when if we do, I think we can win. We have better messaging. I think more of the people are on our side. But if we are too stubborn to, you know, fight the, the Democrats in the arena, which, you know, they've They've gamed it for so long. We need to fight back against that and, and not just take our ball and go home. We have to, to go out there and push for turnout, push for absentee ballots, chase the absentee ballots and get people to vote and, and boost that turnout. Uh, and then we can win. But it'll be an uphill battle. But it was an uphill battle for the founding fathers to achieve our country as well and, and fight for liberty. So it's never easy to fight for liberty. And we have to we have to go out there and, and, and push the turnout as much as we can. And we, we can't roll over. Even in a crooked system, we have to fight and we have to win. Right. We need to push the turnout. And we also need to push that people actually show up on Election Day with eyes and maybe some cameras. Not that it does any difference, but we have got to show up on Election Day. And like you said, prior and call our officials and email our officials. Take your Republican officials and email them about what you're saying. We've got to let them know that we're out there. Yeah, Shane Trejo, he is with the Grand New Party Pack. He's the executive director out of Michigan. Hey, before you go, I people don't believe me when I tell them that Detroit, and I hope it I hope the Democrats in Michigan don't screw it up, was really on a rebound the last like six years, seven years. And I'm like, people, you don't even realize the city of Detroit blows St. Louis out of the water. Um, they started to do some really good things there. Have you continued to see that progress in Detroit? I, it, Detroit has rebounded, and I, I give a lot of credit to uh, former police chief James Craig. Yep, you know, he, was the, he was the force. Yep, he upheld the rule of law. He didn't allow uh, all the rioting and, and all the, the craziness that happened in 2020 to take hold there. And I think that's, you know, that has made Detroit uh, a, a better place than a lot of these cities that burnt to the ground and still haven't recovered and are kind of under occupation by uh, these, these far left forces. So he kept that out of the city of Detroit. So now Detroit is uh, becoming a nicer place. Still got a long way to go, but there are, you know, blocks and blocks of areas that are actually quite nice and, and fun fun to be at from you know uh, just just going down there and you know, seeing a game and going to, to different uh, restaurants and bars and stuff so it's it's getting better and that that is something that you know even though the state of Michigan uh, government might not be uh, too too good right now uh, you can look at Detroit as as something that is improving and um, and, and it seems to be on the upswing. Yeah, I wish we could say St. Louis was improving and on the upswing, but we can't. So, so such is the case. Uh, hey, anything else you want to leave us with before we uh, let you go today? Oh, yeah, just check out uh, gnppac.com. 
uh, for to, to find out how to support uh, the 16 Trump electors in Michigan. And check us out on uh, different social media, GNPPAC, and uh, get into the fight and stay encouraged. Um, Shane, hey, we appreciate your time, my friend. Thanks so much. If you have other stories that are going on, please keep us posted. Uh, GS3, our friend George Steger III from Michigan, of course, set us up with you. Thanks to George for the interview. Uh, and also, one more thing, shout out to the uh, Log Cabin Republicans. Of Absolutely. Oakland County. I'm an ally, and he, if I didn't say that, he would he would uh, punch me, so. Yeah, he, we don't want any punching, so I'm glad you mentioned it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Shane, we appreciate it. Have a great day. All right, my friend? Thank you. All right. There you go. Shane Trejo. Interesting interview. We wanted to get that in. We've been trying to uh, do something with what's going on with those uh, people in Michigan just for trying to speak out. And if you speak out, um, how dare you? Because we see what's happened in so many parts of this country. And it wouldn't be happening in the state of Missouri because of the people who are in the positions they're in. But if you have a hardcore left-leaning, ultra-liberal, progressive attorney general with an agenda, Mm -hmm. you're in trouble. You're in big trouble because like we talked about last week, your attorney general, if you get in contact to your attorney general, they can do a lot for your state. Like look what they did here in St. Louis. Or against you. Or Yes, or against you. And that's a scary thought. They have a lot of power. So you need to be very careful who is elected or in this case selected. I I just hear that and it makes me sick to my stomach. Mm -hmm. I have seen that video that we were showing. Yes, I have too. Of the, the ballot showing up at like three in the morning. Yes. Oh yeah. Now all of a sudden we've got a bunch of ballots that are just arriving here in the cover of quote darkness Mm -hmm. while an election is not being counted. Oh yeah. We don't know where those are from. Oh, these are mail-in ballots. Oh, and every single one of those are for uh, Joe Biden. Uh, All of them are. All of them. Did you see how many? I mean, that truck was packed. Can you play the video again? Oh yes. It's, it was packed full. Yes. And um, remember Donald Trump was leading Michigan when the voting stopped. Yes. Uh, it's just these this isn't us trying to come up with a conspiracy theory. It's a fact what you're seeing here. And the votes counted it didn't take forever in the city of Detroit. It just didn't. And then all of a sudden for the first time in history the election stops. Oh, and then look at all those Yes. Yes. Though yes. that there that's hundreds of thousands of votes. That's it. Yeah, that's exactly. Hundreds it. of thousands. And you know if you I mean we've said it several times here but the movie's rigged and 2000 mules I've seen them both and it's just film footage over and over yes, and Jerry. over everywhere. And it just boggles my mind that you can go and watch these videos and you know it happened. It wasn't transposed. It wasn't AI. And and people just think we're so <laughs> it wasn't stupid. AI. No, it wasn't AI. <laughs> and and people just think we're so stupid. Like, that's okay. And I I think a lot of people who are not even stupid now are like, well, there's nothing I can do about it. So, well, you know, I'm just going to go on my merry way. And they give up. No, that's the American way. And I understand sometimes why that happens. Until I do too. Until everything is taken from you. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. And of course, it just as it just all conveniently worked for Biden. Oh, yeah. We've got hundreds of thousands of new votes that all just go one way to Joe Biden to take over the state. Um, I, I I do get in t- to try to predict the election. And I was fairly close in the last one. I, I see Michigan going blue. I just do because of what has been elected into the positions that they're in. And I hate to say that. Mm -hmm. And I hope the people of Michigan stand up. It's always been inner city 
blue. Very, 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 very blue. And then the rest of the, the state is red <laughs> outside of a right. couple little spots. And that's how Michigan goes. And then it's always a swing state. Sounds a lot like the state of Missouri. Correct. You have St. Louis, but then more of St. Louis County. Uh, because, And I know people get pissed at me when I say this, but St. Louis County is blue. It is St. Louis County is blue. And people hate yes, me when I say but it. But you're not wrong. But I, I look at the county executive. You haven't. It's yes. been over 30 years mm-hmm. since there's been. It's always been a Democratic St. Louis County executive. Yes, it has been. Um, as Rob says, how has Biden not been impeached at this point? Um, there's a couple things that go into play there. Um, we, we broke that down. If the House impeaches him, fine. You can. It's happened three other times. Um, then the Senate has the power to actually go to court on it. Um, with everything that's going on right now, yeah, while it should happen, I, I don't see Kevin McCarthy doing it. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, I wished, God, I wish that would happen. But once again, is it taking our attention away from other things? And then, of course, as we've already seen, uh, special counsel Jack Smith only goes after Trump with indictments when the news gets really, really, really bad for Joe Biden. Exactly. Literally, look at it. On the heels of every yes. time something comes up the next day or two days later, that's how you do that. Um, that's it. Tara says, yeah, St. Louis County is blue with rainbow hair. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and Donna says St. Louis County is Democrats' plantation. And it is. You, you, you go into St. Louis County or even the city and you see different things than you would see out in the suburbs. I know St. Louis County is a suburb, but it's getting closer and closer to acting like the city. We were in the city yesterday and my daughter looked at the sign and was like, oh my gosh, it says protect people, not guns. And she's like, are these people that stupid? I mean, she was 14 years old and she goes, guns protect the people, mom. These people are absolutely stupid. Well, we're stupid in a lot of ways in this country right we now, really unfortunately. Are. And we brought up one of those headlines. One of those headlines is China being allowed to fund mm. American public schools. Um, another reason where you really just can't, oh, well, you know, public schools are great and this and that and everything's going to be fine. R- really? Not so much. Not anymore. Because once again, I was talking, it's that slow, slippery slope. You go down a little, you go down five years later, you're like, wait a second. We're not even close to being the person that we were before. Um, Talk about $17 million being channeled from communist China straight into 143 K through 12 school districts. So the money's being funneled through a group called the Confucius Institutes and other cultural and language programs. So uh, Republican Representative Jim Banks got word of this. So he's demanding the Education Department take action with urgency. Um, Once again, liberal leading Education Department. Um, So they're targeting schools. Guess where they're targeting schools? Close to military bases. That's crazy, but okay. not surprising. No, so we all see it, but once again, mm-hmm. Democrats will be like, oh, conspiracy theory. Where's Joe Biden? If Trump was in office, this wouldn't be happening. It'd be no. done. It'd be over. The, the That money was cut, but it's happening now. So they're bringing this in. And thank God for the parents defending education. They are. It was a report by their organization that showed that the states that are, they have close coordination between the Chinese Communist Party, the CCP, and U.S. schools. So they, they're working in conjunction with each other. Not only are they 143 school districts, you're talking 34 states and D.C. 
And these are, they have contracts that are active still to this day, according to that report in Texas, Kentucky, those are two red states, Mm -hmm. Minnesota, blue state, Oklahoma, very red state. Well, it's a red state. Well, Oklahoma, I think, is the reddest state. Well, but they've got some some people in uh, Missouri, maybe the reddest state. Well, that's true. (laughs) Not one Democratic official has been is elected to public office currently. Oklahoma, Oregon, and Washington. Those are the active contracts where it was still going on. Why hasn't that stopped yet? So the report, which is called the Little Red Classrooms, reveals that seventeen million has been funneled, as we just said, through those organizations. Now. It also says, and this is the thing that got me, that it has ties to 20, that group, the, the money that's being funneled, Lizzie, to school districts near 20 U.S. military bases and three of the nation's top science and technology high schools. Mm-hmm. And why do you think that is? You, you, you kill America from yeah, within. from within. From that's over time, yes. time, time. Yes. You, you kill America however you can. I know people are talking about TikTok at one point in time. This is much bigger than TikTok. Oh, TikTok was a diversion. I mean, if you're going to get rid of TikTok, you have to get rid of Facebook, Instagram, all, all of it. I don't think t- TikTok is the Antichrist, but I think what you're doing or what you just said is a humongous problem. Well, Huge. the report also goes on to say, while the U.S. is not officially part of China's Belt and Road Initiative, mm-hmm. Chinese state media, once again, is touting the work that the Confucius Institutes are doing to further the CCP's global influence in America and across the globe. And of course, when you have a guy like Joe Biden in office and everybody else who's in the positions that they're in leading the helm in charge, you know, everybody is abusing us. People are taking us uh, and doing whatever the hell they want for us because we're more worried about transgender issues and that's what the media wants to talk about. That's what politicians want to bring up. Let's defund police. Mm-hmm. Give me my security detail, but I don't want defunding uh, to be even a question. It should be happening everywhere. Lack of police. Uh, who cares about high prices? Be happy you get what you get. That's the message from the Democratic Party. Oh, we want Trump. All If you talk... Trump, Trump, Trump. We want Trump. Right. That's all they talk about. That's it. While they're ruining our school systems. And like Greg had, has a point, and he was asking, did my children after ever have to deal with Singapore math? No. they Well, briefly they did, and then we fought back and didn't want that. We saw very clearly, What the hell is Singapore math? Well, it's similar to Common Core. It's very similar, and it comes from China, and that's- Does it work? No. It's just like <laughs> Common Core math. It is BS. Why are the, Ch- why are the Chinese so good at math? Well, good point. But Chinese are good at a lot of things, for sure. And that's called work ethic. It is. They've got a very good work ethic. And that's why a lot of, that's a good point that you just made. That's why a lot of Americans bought into Singapore math. And it's very much like Common Core. But it, it takes you a lot longer to come to a problem. Instead of four plus four equals eight, It's it goes on and on and on and on and on. Singapore math is just like that. And that just shows that the Chinese government has been putting and infiltrating our education for quite some time. Because Singapore math has been around for a couple decades. Oh, wow. It's, it, it's crazy. So it's been here in our school system for a long time. And since everybody thinks the Chinese are so smart, we want to adopt their ways. But I, I'm going to let you know, Chinese 
people are not innately smarter than us. I have two little girls. Well, they're not little anymore, and they're Asian. They're, they were adopted from China, and we've got five kids. They both have, all of them have the same work ethic, but they're honestly, intellectually, not any more smart than our Caucasian kids. But it's they out- have, I'm telling you, Lizzie, I think there's more intelligent people in China than there are in the that's, United States. That's because of their work ethic. Well, that's, yeah, that's not because of their math well, of program. Course. Yeah, no, I get that. And so that, but Americans feel like, well, if we just take and adopt their math program, we're going to get smarter over here. That That's not true. That's not true at all because our more work like, ethic hasn't gone up. More like we need to adopt their discipline. Boom. Correct. Exactly. Not their math, their discipline. Yeah, we have just such lack of discipline. Well, we're going to continue to talk about it too here in just a second. We're going to talk with Jim Eady uh, from swineweb.com. What the hell is going on in America? Another issue that national media won't tell you about when it comes to the ag industry, when it comes to pork, what's happening, uh, some scary things there. But once again, we don't try to scare people. We're trying to educate. Uh, this is Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. I'm Vic Faust with Lizzie Sparks, ProJo Engineering, making sure we look and sound as good as we possibly can. We appreciate you guys jumping in Monday through Friday, 8 to 10 a.m. Central and all the time on our site, CancelThisShow.com. You can go back and check out um, different uh episodes and information and one you should check out is friday's show on antarctica uh jrmr moore was a massive success in regards to talking about uh things that are happening there you know who has visited there our per- military personnel there um just uh, just a lot of things plus kelly mano and uh i and lizzie talking about the mandela effect which was a lot was so of fun. fun that was fun i was thinking about mandela effect things over the weekend we were too, too. we were too trying um, to see things um but we're grateful for our partners and our sponsors you can check them out at cancel our show sponsor complete auto body repair once again complete auto body repair um that is curtis barks and crew um they've got their bowl and towing as well they continue to just kick ass when it comes to your vehicle in the st louis metropolitan area everything from your car from a to z they'll take care of you they're also looking for techs right now all kinds of people if you want a suit job and sales they'll take care of you seven climate controlled uh facilities that you can work in as well all you have to do is go to completeab.com you can ask for sandy travis our friend she's the hr director she will take care of you from that standpoint nothing uh, short of 100 truth honest everybody who works there seems to love it um so and we love the fact that they're a big part of our show uh kathy helbig strict with experience realty and steve strict um with new age health wellness um by the way coming up wednesday jason redmond we're going to do a whole segment on straight health wellness everything that's going on with what they offer for men and women it's going to be 100 percent health wellness what they can do to help you all of that so um, we'll get into all of that situation that's wednesday Uh, also vehicle protection group please give todd at vpcnetwork.com an email they're looking for a couple people to literally take inbound calls for car warranties and their top people are making six figures you show up you take inbound calls you help people with what they need once again email todd at vpcnetwork.com let them know you heard from cancel strategic air services is the best luxury service to fly out of in the st louis metropolitan area and i thought about them over the weekend um, when i saw a woman she was told by united that her bags didn't show up and oh they're in chicago we'll get them to you then nothing happened but she had an air tag in her luggage the oh, air wow. tag told her where the bag was huh and it was not where they said it was 
Long story short, after days of going back and forth, she ended up getting a flight, went right there, took her 30 seconds to get her bag. Now, the, um, these, are, these are things that can happen. So if you have an opportunity where you can fly, you know that Strategic Air Services is going to be a great place for you. Um, it just makes you wonder. It's like air tags on another story in yeah. your luggage. That, that's so crazy. It saved this woman. And then, of course, the, the good point of that whole story, as yeah. we talk about our sponsors, is the fact that they renewed her miles that she used to go do the trip. They gave her a future trip, mm. publicly apologized for Wonderful. making her happy. And the reason the woman had to do that is her daughter had over $2,000 worth of lacrosse equipment. Oh, And wow. you have to restring your goalie stick. And, mm-hmm. and they had another massive tournament. And United almost screwed all that up, unfortunately. And they refused to take phone calls. They refused to transfer one department to the mm-hmm. next. And the bag was sitting there the entire time where she told them it was and they told her it wasn't. That you know that does that is another reason for strategic air services. My bag is there. Yes. Well, you know something about strategic air services? They can get places where other people can't. For example, we were in Gulf Shores and we flew um, in the past, but then it was a hassle because then you'd have to get out and then you would have to then drive another hour to Gulf Shores from Pensacola and so on. But if you went to strategic air services or something like that, they can fly you right into areas like Gulf Shores. And if you take a group of people it's not really that much more expensive and so next time we're like you know we're going to be flying strategic air services boom makes sense right there Mm -hmm. also green light dispensary uh the largest uh cannabis uh shop company in the state of missouri uh they're growing nationally as well and of course green light when they have a massive company they give you the best products and they give you the best price they've got facilities all over the state you can check them out on our website at canceltheshow.com and you can pop up that coupon take it in get a discount on whatever products they have and of course they can teach you it's becoming very popular especially when people are trying to get off pharma um, and it's Believe it or not, the Show Me State showing the record sales for the first year when it comes to the product. We know it's not for everybody, but for people who are using it and loving it, um, that's why we continue to promote them because they continue to uh, grow and grow and grow, not only in the state of Missouri, but across the country. Rockwood Charcoal, uh, Jonathan Heslip, friend of the show. Um, it's a national brand. You can find Rockwood all over America because I know we're a national show. Uh, best pure charcoal you're going to find because the best charcoal, as we've been told, is made in the show me state because mm-hmm. of the trees that grow here. And you're going to know great charcoal because it breaks apart in your hand. Once again, Rockwood Charcoal, look for it at a local store. I don't know, they're in like 100,000 different stores, so it's very easy to find. And of course, Carroll House Furniture because you like nice things. If you get anything from Carroll House, please let them know that you heard about them on canceltheshow.com and appreciate them being a part of our show. So we wanted to make sure that we had everybody locked in when it came to our partners. You can find out our partners and more about them at canceltheshow.com. And if you know of anybody that wants to go ahead and join up with us, let us know. You can check out the ad rates there on our website. You go to our partners page at canceltheshow.com. You click on it. And then you can click on another button that shows you right there at the top what the ad rates are. Uh, I'm Vic Faust with Lizzie Sparks. We've got Pro Joe in the house making sure we're looking good and sound as we can. It is a Monday. This is the August 7th podcast. Uh, Special thanks to Shane Trejo from Michigan, who just joined us a little bit ago, to talk about what's happening with electors in the state of Michigan. And now we talk with Jim Eady. He's with SwineWeb.com, an expert 
and producing information, news, media, when it comes to the swine industry, pork industry. Uh, Jim, I'm grateful that you took some time with us today because I guarantee we're all uneducated or most of us are uneducated with what's happening in the ag industry, what's happening, I guess, specifically when it comes to pork because we all get caught up in our daily lives and, oh, everything's just going to be the same and we're going to be happy. Everything's going to just be the same each day, in and out. Well, thanks for having me, Vic. I'm a big fan of yours from back in your Michigan days at WXYZ. So, thank you. I appreciate it. So, I think I think the pork industry. There's the pork, beef, poultry, and dairy. So, in the world, there's many different industries, and we're not aware of kind of how in depth or how large these industries are. So, for the pork industry, for instance, we run a website swineweb.com and it's like a news service site podcast videos commentaries for what's happening in the pig industry kind of like espn for the sports industry so through the swine industry there's a lot of challenges right now um kind of post-covid so when covid first happened there was the shutdowns of restaurants and there was those challenges. Now, a couple of years post-COVID, high feed costs, industry consolidation, it's leading to higher food prices. But internally in the industry, there's a lot of debate where there's some companies that want to focus on a better tasting product, and they see that as the path to success. And then there's other people that are more, you know, everybody has kind of a different philosophy. So the general high feed costs inflation consolidation has affected things but there's more to it than that interesting talking with jim Eady from swineweb.com you've been in the industry for a long time what you see is happening right now does it concern you in any way yeah it's, it's always concerning because the industry's at a low points uh the lowest point since 1998 when at that time i wasn't a part of the industry but uh it's always rebounded. It's market market driven. Um, so I guess it, it has to rebound or there won't be pork. And I think the silver lining is pork is still an affordable product. It's one of the most affordable proteins. I think outside of the logistics of high feed costs, inflation and consolidation. And for example, with consolidation, it's like if there's five major TV networks and then they consolidate to two, there's more power within the two. So then it's harder for companies to get into the two major producers, let's say, or the two major players. So then now in the media business, you have more podcasting, social media people. So there's an entry point. So the pork industry is hitting that point where there's a lot of consolidation. There's less bigger producers as well, which is then creating uh, creating a challenge. And then to combat that challenge, there's even local producers, like there's a website, farmergrade.com. There's a pig farmer in Iowa selling their own meat. So they have a brand, they have a podcast called Barn Talk, mm-hmm. and they're a pork producer in Iowa. So they're focusing on now selling their branded meat. And that will again, kind of rival the grocery stores, which is more of the national big companies like Smithfield Foods, um, will get in the grocery store and they've got the, the chain of, of supply and demand. And because of the inflation, because of the consolidation, it's opening up 
opportunities now for producers to sell direct to consumer. Yeah, but do, do you feel like there should be a combo of both supporting uh, local farmers, whatever they're doing, plus um, getting your goods at a grocery store to provide to, to support that as well? Well, I think it's the, I think the industry needs to get on the same page. So there's a genetics company that has a Jersey Red Duroc that they've worked on, Genesis Genetics, for 20 years, which provides the most flavorful meat. They are focused on getting a better tasting product where, but to feed the pig, et cetera, it's a little more expensive. So there's challenges on getting producers to buy their genetics because it's a little more expensive, but their take is flavor will drive in the end for consumers because beef prices, people pay high prices for beef, not as high for pork. So they're in the belief on a national scale, their product needs to be in the grocery stores for consumer overall consumer demand. And then I see what you see is on a boutique level. I feel like if like this will do farms who are selling the farmer grade meat and there's other local farmers that are doing it. If we can create more demand locally, I feel like then that can kind of expand on a national level if people can connect with the brand of the local producer. So I think there's a combination, but you know, what, when's it going to end? Is it the high feed costs that are the challenge or is it the product, uh, the product itself? Gosh, that scares the hell out of me to hear that. That's scary. Hey, by the way, on a lighter note, you do know where the pork state capital of the world is, don't you? You're talking Des Moines? Is it? <laughs> Des Moines? Maybe I've been educated. I thought there was only one place, and it was St. Louis, Missouri, pork steaks. Well, we did. Uh, there's a family farmer up there in the Ozarks that we did a podcast with, Cambry Thrasher. So he's started an operation from scratch in Missouri. And that's what the industry is lacking is more entrepreneurs like him getting in at the ground level because it's become so corporate. But Missouri, a lot of University of Missouri, they produce a lot of high quality articles for the swine industry as well. Oh, yeah, of course, with journalism school, it makes total sense, especially being yeah. in the middle of ag area. So I, I had no idea that Des Moines, Iowa, you could probably go to Des Moines, Iowa and get a good pork steak then. Well, that's good to know. <laughs> Well, it's, uh, it's home of the World Pork Expo, which is every uh, June, and then it's the largest hog-producing state, uh, so it, it's kind of the go-to. Des Moines, Iowa, North Carolina's big, Minnesota, Indiana, Nebraska, Ohio, Michigan a little bit as well. Nothing's better than a good barbecue. Yeah, we've got Jim. Day. We've got Jim on to talk serious stuff, and I'm taking it into more of a, a comedic value. Do you know where the most bacon is sold? that that's over my head Vic. okay yeah, i'm sorry answer. it's no i i don't it's just it's my favorite food bacon and pork steaks are the best so anyway well, jim bacon that's is popular and they're trying to drive more the chops and the higher end of it too because bacon yeah. is so popular it's getting people to cook the rest of it properly and getting getting that in demand so you're a big bacon eater yeah oh i love the bacon my friend mm, i know i i know um, we yeah. need a pork fast food restaurant or something like that, right? Because we don't have have that as well. I think people would would uh, jump in on that. Hey, Jim, Jim, we're talking with Jim Eady from SwineWeb.com, expert uh, deliver of information when it comes to the pork industry. You have your own podcast um, that you do internationally. I'm curious. You bring up this 
new guy uh, in the Ozark area in the state of Missouri that's starting up his own business. How does one even start up a business in pork? Depends on what kind of business, because I think there is a lot of layers to the industry. So it, are you going to be a producer? Are you going to produce pork? Are you going to create a brand, sell the product? What what kind of level are you looking at? Any level for business when people hear, because you said we need more of that happening in this country. Well, that's, I think, the challenge, because a lot of people, I think, unless they're raised on a farm, aren't looking to start a pig operation. So because there's less farmland and more consolidation and less family farms, there's less people taking over the family farm. So I feel like there needs to be on an educational level on, you know, how do we get people even wanting to start a pig farm? And Mm -hmm. if that's, if that makes sense, how do we create that opportunity and it isn't something people are jumping in on from the business side of it. You know, our, our website took off because 18 years ago, there was just magazines and we saw an opportunity to deliver content every day. So we got in on the media side and then the business side, there's a lot of ag tech companies, which are launching apps for, you know, how do you monitor disease outbreaks? How do you manage record keeping for your pigs? So there's the business side of it that a lot of entrepreneurs are coming in on the tech side because the the industry in ag is a little behind on tech. So so that's kind of where some of the opportunity is. But the big question is, how do we get people wanting to start a farm and, and have have a family farm, generational family farm? Jim, I just don't see if it's a great thing if you tell us that you could be down to just a couple uh, massive producers because of what's happening when it comes to the monopolization of the businesses. The big continue to eat up the smaller when they become bigger and then you're left with two options. Um, that's going to well, be an that, issue, isn't it? Yeah, that the pork, pork side of it, there's still in the U.S. like 10 to 25 significant companies, but there's a, basically a top 10 that control a lot of the pigs. But again, how people are combating that is people are launching their own meat line, right? So the, the barn talk, this will do farms. They, they have a podcast right in their barn in Iowa and they have a huge following of people and they're leveraging that to show how pigs are safely and humanely raised. That's and great. That's smart. Branded, branded meat. So it's one producer at a time, in my opinion, to do that. Yeah, that's no, that's a brilliant idea. It is. It's a very good idea. So if okay, but how many of those are there, Jim? Um, I don't have a number. I know even locally, I see people selling like pork stands at their local farms. So mm-hmm. there's a there's more of that. But from the people that I know on a higher level they still think that the grocery store is where it's going to drive demand. So they don't think the boutique farmers are going to make a difference long-term, but I still think, think there's that opportunity because when, you know, when there's so many Walmarts out there and then now there's some Walmarts closing, yes. there's still opportunity for little small boutique companies to, to get into business in some capacity. Right. So I still think in the swine industry, you know, how do we drive demand? I think it's the better tasting product, more boutique farms, and then 
just, uh, you know, just work hard. You made it's, a, it's a little concerning. You've made a very good point about a lot of the Walmarts are closing in a lot of different areas, some in the city, some in very rural areas, the Walmarts are not making it. And so getting a boutique farm in that area should be on the rise now. And, and so it's, it's not that I want Walmarts to go out and leave vacant buildings, but it does give opportunity for the mom and pop stores. And I think that's going to start turning around. And, and that's what I, what I think. Now, I don't know on the larger scale. I believe most consumers go into a grocery store. So how do we get pork better marketed in a grocery store? How do we work on flavor? That's one thing. But I still believe if there's one boutique at a time selling pork, having a brand, creating demand that way, it then creates more economic flow instead of everything going to the big corporation, right? Like Walmart. Mm. So every business starts with the hope that they're going to get big and large. And then once you get too big, sometimes the bubble always pops and there's always entry for new entrepreneurs. So I, I still think in the swine industry, it's, it's that because if you can create demand locally and then someone else can, and you keep building collaboratively together, um, I think the story will win out in the end. And then on the, the national level, I think in my opinion, just focus on a better product. And then creating even a brand, like a, having a fast food restaurant for pork or creating more pork on the menu and just creating the awareness to the consumers that this is a great product. Our prices are going to continue to go up regardless, aren't they? Um, it, over time, they consistently have, but it it's time time will tell on, on the food level. Pork is still one of the most affordable proteins. Mm-hmm. But in Canada here, the prices have kind of subsided a little bit. But I do notice in the U.S. when we go to go get groceries, it's you guys are higher than we are. And we used to be able to go to the U.S. to save. Oh, wonderful. (laughs) So it's cheaper here now. Of course it is. Yes. I'm sorry. It just it frustrates me when I hear that and see those Mm -hmm. things happen. We want to be heading in the right direction, Jim, not in the wrong direction. That's for sure. Um, hey, is there anything that we haven't asked you about that you think is important for viewers and listeners uh, to know about your industry, the ag industry, anything from that standpoint, maybe to help themselves, put themselves in a good situation, maybe now or things that are coming down the line? Well, just people in the pork industry have a real passion for the business. They they take pride in feeding the world and everything is up to par. There's constant government inspections. You know, animals are treated great. So I think sometimes there's a misconception of that, but everything is regulated. People in the industry love what they do. They love feeding the world. And I think it's just continue to buy, buy pork and, and know that there's more than meets the eye. All right. Jim Eady with swineweb.com. Once again, swineweb.com. You can check out more about what he's doing. How can people check out more of the podcast and the, the, what you've got going on? Um, oh, everything's on swineweb.com or our uh, podcast channel is swinetv.com or you can search swineweb.com on Anchor or Google Podcasts. All right, Jim, we appreciate your time. Hey, thank you so much for uh, taking some time to uh, educate us today, my friend. Thanks, Vic and Lizzie. Have a good day. All right, talk to you, you later. Um, love Jim, he, uh, he, his information. What a really good interview when it comes to 
info. I, wow. I thought he made a very good point, too, about the Walmarts. And if you look around in our area and if everywhere, there are farmer's markets. And if people keep going more to farmer's markets, their prices might be a little bit higher. But the meat there and even pork and steaks, they're definitely better and they taste better they're fresher and something is going on that just shows that the patriots of the world and all of that are wanting alternatives to target and walmart they want to go somewhere else and that's why walmart is going out of course there's crime but it's it's bigger than that it's people aren't going there as much i'll tell you what there's two places i go to should I mention them on air? But yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Flint Hill Market and Menino's Market. Oh, they're Colorado. wonderful. Yeah, those are in the St. Louis area yes, for our national yes, listeners. Yes, Rollo's Meat Market is a place where we go and get our meat, which is very similar to Menino's. And if you go to those places, the meat is so different. It tastes different, and it's only slightly higher. That's they're it's really good. Where do you get your meat? Uh, all over the place. You're all, all over, over the, the place. Yeah. I am all over the place, one hundred percent. I just, yeah. You you look at everything that's happening right now in the country. That's another one of those. I, I just I get afraid when I see any sort of massive companies taking over yes. all the other companies, yeah, and it absolutely. takes away the competition. It does. And then you're like, oh, okay, great. Now we're dealing with this sort of situation. This is Cancel This, CancelTheShow.com. I'm Vic Faust with Lizzie Sparks, and we've got ProJo running the boards. Um, special thanks to Jim Eady with SwineWeb.com in regards to everything, SwineTV.com, which he has going to check out his podcast. I have. They're really good. They're informative when it comes to the ag industry. So glad that uh, he took some time to jump in with us today. Um, I also wanted to uh, point something out. It's good news. I mean, sound of freedom movies now up over 150 million i don't know if you've seen some of the things that are happening um there there are still individuals for whatever reason who are trying to tear this movie apart mm -hmm. case in point i don't know if you guys saw the headlines or not but there are certain individuals who've been pumping out this story that a st louis area man a chesterfield yes. man was the thunder of sound of music mm -hmm. and he was arrested on child sex trafficking charges um don't believe the hype. That's not true. Well, coming up tomorrow morning at 8.30 a.m. on our podcast live, if you want to hear him live or you can get it in time, his attorney is the Scott Rosenblum. And Scott Rosenblum is one of the best criminal defense attorneys mm -hmm. in America. He's based out of the St. Louis area. He is this guy's uh, attorney. And he, oh, wow. He's coming on tomorrow? Yeah, so we got Scott on tomorrow. Very good. That's a eight, big story. And uh, he hasn't spoken out. You know, Danny Bell's really, mm -hmm. so we'll have Scott on tomorrow at 8.30 to explain what's going on with this client, what actually wow. happened. The point of this story is also, why are there people trying to tear apart a great movie? That tells you something about that person. <laughs> if someone comes up to you and says something bad, I would keep my children away from that person. There's something um, odd about that. But this is the deal again. Media takes a headline and they until do. you hear all the information, mm -hmm. and this is what sucks about our society. Oh, we read a headline. Oh, we see news come down. Oh, and that's like, mm -hmm. you are guilty until proven innocent yet again. So Scott will join us tomorrow. Good friend of the show to explain Good. what's actually happening with that situation. And if you haven't seen some of the headlines yet on social media, you will. There are people who are trying to promote and it sounds salacious and, yes. oh, funder of the movie Sound of Freedom now charged with yes. child sex trafficking. It's not true. 
I'm sure Scott will get into <laughs> it, but he's not really a funder. He's more of a donator. So it's in a small amount. So I can't wait to hear about it. And not specifically to the movie, but Correct. Angel, but the yes. studio making the movie at a small, and there yes. are, there are lots of people across the country who are able to do what he did. And mm-hmm. I'm just telling you, it's an interview. Uh, besides, you never want to miss Scott. Scott's terrific. Um, he's great. We'll catch up and see what he's got going on. But if you haven't seen some of those media posts or social media posts, um, you will. Did you see any of those yet, Lizzie or Pojo? I, I have. I have. I saw them late last night and early this morning. I have not. And it's very interesting, and that's why it's very disconcerting to me, the people that are trying to bash this movie. Either they didn't see it, and they're just left-wing, and they're bashing it due to headlines, but if they saw the movie, there's nothing bad about it. There's nothing political. It's just speaking of a true story and bringing awareness to human trafficking. So what in the world is wrong with that? So I, you really have to look at the people that are bashing it. They either have zero credibility or why. Why are they not defending people helping human trafficking you really have to look at that individual there's an issue there with them i guarantee it well people know what we do here and if you don't we try to get we try to do interviews and we try to do original content yes there are there are stories and headlines that we cover and give our opinions on it but you also try to go deeper and get the interviews and get into some of the topics that you're not going to see with local news and or national news that's why we do that um you won't want to miss that so we'll talk to scott about what's happening and how things get out in the media, and then before you know it, oh, this is what's happening, that's what's happening. And of course, um, this guy hired the best guy he could have hired, of course, that being Scott. So um, Scott's taking care of that. He'll join us tomorrow at 830 to talk about that client. Can't wait. Um, Another interesting thing, did everybody see what happened with the uh, social media star, the Twitch influencer, uh, Kai Sinet? Uh, He was given away... I guess yes. it was PlayStation giveaway in New mm-hmm. York City, and then you had what appeared to be hundreds, if not thousands, of young kids yes. in New York City tearing up anything and everything in their way. It was Correct. a chaotic scene. Um, when exactly did that happen? I believe it was Saturday, wasn't it, Joe? I know it happened over the weekend. I didn't even know about there, it. Oh, yeah. oh, no, there's pictures and uh, you know cars being destroyed. Yes, um, it, it was awful. If you saw it, there, well, oh my gosh, they were wrecking a town. And, and of course- There's pictures all over the internet, there Joe. There is. And if, you, and if you say you're giving away something free, you know you're going to get thousands upon thousands of people there. And then it became chaotic. And I, what I was wasn't clear because I've heard different stories as why it got out of hand. I don't know if it's because he wasn't really giving the prize away, as some people say, and others were just like, it's just a crowd of of crazy hoodlum, rednecks, whatever, that were all there trying to no, there cause no, a problem. There were no rednecks. Okay, I just tried to be politically correct, and I wasn't, you're right, there was no rednecks there. It was just, it was, it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I saw New who was York. doing it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. The NYPD is still looking for people who, uh, it only takes a few, usually, to ignite something that's poor. And you got a bunch of different stories that are yeah. going on here. One, uh, being al- somebody being allowed to bring a bunch of people into a place. Correct. Two, um, kids today, how they're being raised, what they're doing. What's really funny is there are so many Twitch uh, influencers that give away that do giveaways like this all the time. This is not so that would work with us. 
Right. We're going to give a, a Twitch. We're going to do a giveaway in downtown St. Louis and create a riot. Yeah, Why let's not? do it. Let's, <laughs> let's give away a picture of Vic framed no, and go to downtown no, St. Louis. We just took a, a bad turn there. Um, we'll, no, we have, to, <laughs> we have to go up with something. We could. You're right. The Twitch. I've heard of it, too. And reading the stories, it's like Twitch influencers giving away. Now nobody on. I mean, we we're on Twitch. We, we live, have Twitch, but, but that's not we have a like big one platform. person that watches us. What, and it might be me. I'm not sure if that one is somebody. But we else haven't or promoted ourselves on Twitch either. No, we though. never have. We never have. But maybe we can get on Twitch and offer a really good, big prize and go to downtown St. Louis. Uh, it's just total bullshit to see these kids doing what they're doing. Yes, going out there. I mean. I yes. promise you, I can promise you this. My kids would never be caught dead doing something. No, like mine that. wouldn't never. either. No. It starts no. with the parents. Where the f- are the parents Correct. Where taking are they? care of these kids? Yes. Raising them in a way. And this is what concerns me about where our society is headed as well. And I don't care if I sound like a grandpa, we have seen it deteriorating, mm-hmm. especially. We have. And, and it takes a while for kids to get to a certain point, but my God, it just seems like. Everything is worse. Everything is worse. It is. Under Joe Biden. I'm sorry. It, it, it just is. is. It is. And it, where are the parents? If your kid is going down there and you see this occur, where is the forefront of saying, go down there and behave? But they're down there. And you know what they were doing, Vic? Did you see any of the video? They were jumping yeah. on police cars. Police officers, there was over a thousand police officers there. And a lot of them were injured. By flying objects and being whacked from the back of their head and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, and these were kids. This, these were kids. This yeah, these weren't adults. It wasn't BLM. It no, wasn't Antifa, no. as far as we know so far. Um, these were stupid ass, spoiled ass brat kids who need their asses beat and beat severely over <laughs> and over again until they freaking know and appreciate what they actually have. Right. They don't have any clue how great it is to be able to go in a city that used to be nice because now they just beat the hell out Spare of Spare the rod and spoil those kids. Oh, well, you know, I don't even know that some of those That's kids That's what my parents spoiled. would have done to me, my uncles oh, and aunts. I would have gotten a That's doctor generation. show up the butt if, if I had done that, for sure. For sure. But that's the problem is I don't even think that these kids necessarily get beat. It's kids having kids and they don't pay any attention to what they're doing. And a lot of those parents are like, son, why don't you just go down there and get me a free whatever, whatever, whatever. The parents are telling these kids to go get free stuff and they send them underage knowing that they're not going to get in trouble. So they take their 14, 15 year old and tell them to go there. I bet you would know there's a lot of parents in cars sending their kids well, out there I, these I, days. I, I know. Oh, oh I, yeah, that's I happening. Know. You wouldn't think so, but it is. Robert says it's not always a parent's fault why these kids are the way they are. The kids know that they can turn them in or ignore their parents' rules because CPS is all over it. Well, there's truth to that, too. There is. Because you can, you can say to your parents, I'm going to call D- DFS or CPS or whatever nowadays. But you know what? They don't really have any teeth. So it's like, go ahead. Let them, let them call. My, one, only one of my kids threatened on me. I was like, go ahead and call. And that's what parents need to say. You go ahead and call and your suitcase is by the back door. But I'm not giving you anything but your shoes and your shirt. You don't get to take any of your toys or any of that. And not one of my kids threatened that again. Well, all I know is it's another example of how our society has deteriorated, continues to deteriorate, continues to show you a lack of family values. Yes. Where where God is the center point, Mm -hmm. where maturity Mm -hmm. where respectfulness where kindness is there it's like now it's like f everybody it's all about me once again the me disease that we talked about last week my feelings my rights my this my that my megan rapino attitude all of it all wrapped into one yes 
selfishness, uh, everything about I'm going to get what I want because I'm used to getting this or I mm-hmm. deserve this. That all is wrapped up into what we saw yes. in New York City. Well, and you and you were just saying that about, we again, we were in the city yesterday and one of my kids said, why are all these big, beautiful churches closing? And uh. I said, because people don't go to church in the city very often. The suburbs, you still see people going to what? church. And so there's a lot of the churches are closing in no, but the there's city. Still, but there's also a lot of churches that are packed in, Saint, in the city of St. Louis and in the city of Detroit. We talked about earlier. Well, and that's and a good Chicago. thing. That's a good thing, but all of, but not as much as it used to be when we grew up and well, our parents nobody, grew up. Well, that's because nobody's there. Well, that's a good point. <laughs> I think, I think <laughs> that's a, major, a good point. I think a major problem was COVID because everybody yes. started oh, doing it online. Abs- that's true too. And and you can consolidate costs if you're going online. I know my kids do that. If they don't want to get up and go in the morning, they'll be like, mom, I'm watching online. And I think for the most part they are. And I don't say anything to them because I know it's a generation of media. And so I'm like, as long as you're watching it, but then you're going to, I want you to give me a report about what the main thing is. So I don't know if they're watching. Maybe they're just um, Googling. It is a, it is a generation of media, but it's also a generation of laziness. Yes. And, they don't want to get up and get dressed. And selfishness. Yes. Um, and of course, I just looked down at the comments. Yeah. Church attendance is down all over the place because once again, it's another example yes. of where our country is gone and... Yeah, it's and Chris says I call BS. If your parenting style gives the kid ideas, it's okay to disrespect you or anyone else. It's on you mm-hmm. and no one else. I'm not my kid's friend. I'm their parent first and foremost. And I yes. had a situation I told one of my kids last week. I am not your friend. Yes. I'm not ever going to be your friend. Um there's so many moms. Yes. And dads, especially moms, oh, this is my best friend, and I'm sorry, and I'm not trying to offend you if you've posted pictures like this. We all have our, our opinions of what we like and what we don't like. Mm-hmm. But the way that I was brought, raised up, and whatever, I, for me, I think it's the right, you, the last thing you can do is try to be your friend and promote, oh, this is my bestie, this is yes, my best friend, yes. being your daughter and or a son yes. with a father. Yeah, you want to love unconditionally both sides but you have to decide what your number one job as a parent mm-hmm. is i want to cringe vic i see that too and i've been guilty of this years ago with and my it's oldest not going to be easy to defend no your children in the Correct. In, in in the middle of what's happening in our society and teach them right from wrong and tell them no you're not going to be able to partake in that or shouldn't Correct. You're always their parent, even when they're old. You can be supportive and be around them, but the minute you're their friend, it's like they smell they smell blood in the water. They're going to get by with what they can get by because you're a friend, not a disciplinarian parent. So I've parented both ways, and it does not work to be their friend. Mary, you hit the nail on the head. She's like, but is it okay for a grandma to be their grandchildren's best friend? Yes. 100%. 100%. I <laughs> ask, am, yes. Ask the grandma. Yes. I post often about my grandchild that she's my bald-headed best friend because I'm the grandma. But my children, my That's five children, story. is not my best friend. But, oh, yeah, grandma, you can do whatever you want as a grandma. And, yeah. oh, and I do. I do. That's the no. That's yeah. That's the kids' yes. outlet. <laughs> uh-huh. Absolutely, a kid can come to grandma. Grandparents have yes. already been down the tough path of raising. Absolutely, kids. <laughs> absolutely. Grandma should it's, be it's the, the pay, best friend. It's the payback. Yes, it for is for the grandparents. Absolutely, I I am definitely my granddaughter's BF. <laughs> but my kids, no, you got You got rules to follow. No, it is. And then you just mm-hmm. 
But th- it's not just what we saw happen in, in New York City over the weekend. These things have been happening over and over, and, and, and younger kids are just, and it's not, I'm not trying to generalize everybody, but respect, um, caring about who you are, and the, the media messaging that hits kids. Um, I don't know. We can, Projo, maybe it's another we study it more. And, the world's getting wackier, and is it from cupcakes and 5G? It's all and, of it. It's all of uh, it. Media manipulation of, yes. uh, of kids, messages that are being sent out. Did yes. you hear about Putin uh, banning 5G? I'm glad you brought that up. I, I set that up that. for you, and you hit it right out of the park. He always hits it out of the ballpark, <laughs> pro Joe. Uh, yeah, I, I did because you sent it. Okay. Yeah, he, he actually destroyed all 5G towers and, and wow. 5G. Yeah, and he didn't do that just because he was in a bad mood no. or he was bored. He knows why. He knows what what's up. Right? G, taking 5G out. Yeah. Well, we did talk, uh, I guess, I don't know if it was on Friday or whatever, about how 5G, there's actually technology where they can, they can the, the waves from your 5G router will give them a picture of where you're at in your house and what position you're in. Yeah, I got a message from T-Mobile last week <laughs> that they were, and they're 5G, and it's all about 5G, and I'm thinking, and as as uh, I, I picked up the phone, I answered, and I'm thinking to myself, wait a second, Projo told me that 5G, they can see in your house with sound, with waves. I don't know if it was sound waves, it may have been another type of wave. It's the 5G waves. Yeah. The 5G I, wave in your too. home. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Anyway, but anyway, uh, Troy says he's smart for taking it out. Is there something with 5G? We've talked about it on this show before. Uh, is it making the kids be as, as bad as they are? As Paula says, no morals, no values, yes. and lack of respect of self and others. Mm-hmm. Uh, no surprise, this thing happens. Greg says, people, we parent until we die. We it's do a good parent point. until we die. I know I had, I have had said to me, once I became a parent, they're like, I've already done it. Now you need to do it and you don't have any help. I don't agree with that either. That's part of the problem. I think more now so than ever, grandparents should be an influence in their grandkids' life. I don't think we should be raising the grandkids. That's part of the problem with our culture today too, is grandparents who are more tired are raising children we shouldn't be raising them but you never stop parenting so you have to be the grandma the grandpa the mom the whatever you need to stick with your children like glue you always should have but definitely now definitely no no, i agree couldn't disagree at Mm -hmm. all with that whole situation this is cancel this cancel the show.com we had a grab bag of videos uh we wanted to pop up it just we try to bring it i mean this isn't like oh we're getting into hardcore conversation about it but there are just some things that we saw cool from from the weekend, looking at some certain things that happened, um, this one just I started laughing, going, "Oh my god, this is one of those videos from the vault with AOC that people forget about." This whole situation that's going down with Trump, and oh, he was a right, he was an instigator, he had it all done. It's his fault. Uh, don't ever forget in the hours after January sixth, what AOC said. But you don't find this video out and about that much. Enjoy. And that there were actual officers.
officers working with this and we never got to the bottom of that and we never got any answers about that and then to this day we're just supposed to pretend that that never happened i have no idea what happened to the people on the inside who were very clearly sympathetic with what was going on and opening the doors wide open for that and we're i'm supposed to sit here and pretend like none of that ever happened I respected her when I first heard that. I don't know. I guess that's why she's been shut up. Yeah, Donald Trump. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. Uh. And we're going after Donald Trump because he started all of this. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand what's going on. Right. And she knew, just like Jessica's saying. AOC. She may not have. Who knows? Well, but then she was claiming to be right in the line of fire during the insurrection. No, yeah, she wasn't. We already no. saw the videos. Right, right. Um, just don't ever let that stuff die. Just remember, sometimes, once again, we need to look at those scorecards, all those mini scorecards and evidence all over the place to remind people, once again, what happened and when it did happen, even the Democratic cheerleader AOC is like, this was an inside job. Yeah, you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course it was. <laughs> right. Uh, Jack Smith's not going to put that out publicly. Neither is anybody else on the Democratic left going to put that out there. Let's just, hey, let's just talk truth. It's about truth. I, you may like the left, you may like the right, but you got to have some truth. Mm-hmm. Let's talk truth. I just love the fact that we had that video sitting out there. Yeah, that's great. Uh, I'm like, oh, look at that. It was mm-hmm. like AOC from back in the day with everything that happened. Uh, what else did we have over there, Joe? In our grab bag today, um, that we're trying to get everybody. We're jumping around. Plethora of fun over there. Uh, the fake faces. No, what, what? What else first before the fake faces? Um, convenience store beating. Yeah, let's go to the oh, convenience, store, convenience beating. store beating. Let me set this up. This guy tried to rob um, uh, a store. Uh, I believe it's in. I think it was in New York. Yeah, this is good. And the Sikhs. Um, we're like, no, we're not going to have that, and and they responded. Now, no charges have been filed, but they may. The district attorney may file charges at them for sticking up for their store. Check out this story because these guys are like, we're not going to take it. Here you go. We're following developing news in Stockton. We have now learned the store clerk seen on a video beating a man who was trying to steal from their California. store are now under investigation Sacramento for area. assault. So here's how it all started. The video shows this man going into a 7-Eleven in Stockton and this is happening all over the country. People just of cigarettes into that large trash can. The video then shows the two clerks try to stop him before hitting him <laughs> with a stick more than two dozen times. The store clerks now say this man stole from their store two other times and threatened them. Stockton police say they are investigating the man who was beaten for robbery and the clerks for Teamwork assault. Teamwork makes a dream The investigation work. is mm-hmm. complete. It will be sent to the San Joaquin County District Attorney for review. Then it's going to be up to the DA to determine what charges, if any, are filed against the store clerks. <laughs> the following Thank developing you. news that is stuff. Fantastic. Like Paula says, that is that is fantastic. I don't know whether to laugh or cry or whatever, but that was just heartwarming, didn't you think? Like the guy comes in and threatens you and steals from you three times. So what do you do? You pick up something, you beat the hell out of him. That was so fun to watch. Rob says if people did this more, crime would drop. Absolutely. Uh, Jay's worried Rob. they will charge the clerk. Mary says ass whooping. <laughs> that was, uh, that was <laughs> great. It, it was. Uh, guy will think twice. Uh, before he does that again um but he's got to learn how to walk again first yeah that is a very Um, satisfying video aaron says try that in a seek town (laughs) (laughs) that is great that 
That is great. <laughs> Joe already said that if somebody would come in here, he's got his device uh, there, and he's just going to give them a whoop ass too. But we, yeah, we wanted to give you a laugh today too. Oh, I mean, that's it's funny. just. That there's nobody who deserves to be treated like that more than these people who just feel entitled. They know that police have been defunded because of politicians, because of liberal left ideas. We're going to go do whatever the hell we want. We are above the law. F all you mother of truckers. We're going to take what we want. This is mm -hmm. my life. I'm going to get what I want. I can take the shortcut. Screw all you all. <laughs> uh and the Sikhs are like, no, 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 not happening. We are going to take care of this. And they did. I was trying to check I out that it. stick. I don't know. I was I was hoping it had like some heavy metal thickness to yeah, it. Yeah, I couldn't That tell. it would break bone when oh. it hit bone. It looked like a really thick like broomstick. Yeah, that's what yeah, I thought. Yeah, but a broomstick broom is just going to, it's more like. Right. Yeah. This one was thick. It was yeah. like, I'm one of those like little police ones where they, whoosh, they throw mm -hmm. it out. That's great. That That's great. what that guy, I mean, he literally needed to have his kneecaps busted mm -hmm. so that he never forgets and that there's an example in video. Because I tell you this, that's the kind of deterrent that gets out. Absolutely. Criminals see that. Yes. Uh, but then again, you also have the issue where people go in and you have store clerks being shot. Now, if we had our friends from the blue in here, the police, they would say, don't do this. Yeah, they do say, don't do they that. Would say, we, they would say, just go. Let them take what they want. But you know what, though? Bullshit. Yeah. I, I, bullshit. No. Yeah, that because is Because they've been stealing. Criminals have been stealing more and more crap yes. from store owners and good, humble, hardworking people for way too long now and taking way too much. And we yeah. see what's happening. Just because liberal sanctuary cities are allowing it to happen doesn't mean it should be normalized and certainly doesn't mean it's right. Exactly. And, and and if it's your third time of them coming in, they were pissed hey, off hey, and if, ready. Hey, if Trump's looking for a, a VP candidate, I say the guy with the stick. Me too. Me too. <laughs> yes, that would be a great motto for him. Our an election tagline, Trump's VP is the man with the <laughs> Dave, stick. <laughs> Dave, Dave Wenzel says the man that was robbing the store actually asked for a soda to go after his beatdown. Oh my gosh, that's hysterical. <laughs> oh, that is funny. Uh, yeah, those things can happen. Uh, what else do we have over here? Satan always tells you to love yourself and truck everybody else. That's yep, what Jerry Satan said. Satan does do that. In, in that quote. Um, mm -hmm. Hey guys, before we get another just interesting, funny video from the weekend that I saw, because this is our grab bag of stuff, entertaining stuff. Have you seen the fake video or the fake mask video? This I don't think I've out. seen that one just what's going on it reminded me of an episode of mission impossible but they've been doing these mission impossible movies with fake face for i don't know 10 years so you know our government and deep state has this possibility you can't tell me this is normal look at his forehead this is bullshit that's a mask that's a skin mask it ain't normal Look at it! You can't believe anything you see these days. These glasses aren't even real. Neither is my face. All this stuff was 3D tracked on using these dots that I drew on with this marker. Actually, the marker isn't real either. Neither is the background. Or my face. Have a good night. 
Yeah, look at that. These guys are central casting. There's nobody in Hollywood that looks like these people. That's crazy. That is crazy. I've not seen that video, but I've seen numerous mask videos that the person looks <clears throat> completely different under the mask. And that Joe Biden one, that is obviously somebody different. The face looks completely different. So I'm glad they showed that side yeah, by side. JR Moore, we showed pictures Friday. Yes, That's again, that same that picture. It's bad, bad, bad stuff uh, that's bad going stuff. on. By the way, Aaron Bland said, yeah, that was crap. He's like like the guy in O'Fallon you had on that got arrested. Oh, yeah, for shooting yes. the car thief. We should be able to protect our property that we work hard for. Absolutely. You know what he did? Because he's such a badass now. We need to have Chuck Charles back on. He no longer lives in St. Charles County. He moved to Dutchtown. And he feels like he's just as safe in the city of St. Louis as he does St. Charles County after that happened to him. Yep, because I think he, this is just my words, that he can just shoot somebody there and get by with it. But out here in St. Charles County, even if you're innocent. Well, we're going to have him on we again. We do need to he, have him on well, soon. He's, he's got in, a story right now. Well, he's in the process of trying to get a, um, a pardon. Yes. And the problem is, if you get a pardon, or trying to get a pardon, it's between se- the first steps you have to take are getting 70 to a hundred thousand dollars in money secured. Wow! That, wow! That's the, it's the first thing because you have to go through the legal process. Yeah, and that's expensive. And you have to get the right kind of attorney to get a pardon. Correct. I mean, and that's what's sad. I mean, we try to give all kinds of information on this show, and that's another one that's not fun to hear. The right. price of freedom. The price of freedom. Uh, yes. I did talk with uh, Chuck recently, and so he's trying to figure out how to handle that whole situation right now. Um, he says that his friends have asked him, why would you care about it? Don't worry, you're, you're working now, you got a great job. He's like, no, it's about the whole intent. He's like, because yes. I didn't do anything wrong. Correct. I don't blame him for wanting to do that. I wonder if he could set up a GoFundMe account. Well, yeah, I mean, I've talked to him about it too. It's a lot of money to try to get a gun on GoFundMe. It is. But it is. Um, you got to try and start somewhere, I guess, to mm-hmm. do whatever it is that you can possibly do. Um, I, I don't know. I it just, I, yeah, I don't know. One of our, oh yeah, because Aaron brought that up. Um, did we have anything else? Do we have another video to pop just in our grab bag? We do. It's the Obama one. Do you want to hear pastors going after Obama? Yes, I do. I absolutely do want to hear pastors going after Obama. It was, yeah, it was a, a group of pastors once. Yes, speaking. I do. The false Africa to accept same sex marriages and African government said we don't allow that stuff here. And Barack sanctioned Africa. Well, Biden duplicated the same thing. Biden said the same thing, trying to force Africa, different countries of Africa, to accept same-sex marriages and if those countries don't he will sanction them starve them Mm. how in the world men knocking up men mean so much to america that you will use your power to starve a baby starve a woman because a country want to uphold god's law Wow. Yeah, take that for wow. what it is. Yeah, take that and think about what you want to think about there. And and, there, and and a point to be taken about is we're worried about too many things right now, and we're talking about too many things that don't matter, and it's ruining our country. All these social issues. Um, and they're not biblical either, by the way. Um, 
interesting from the line as well. By the way, guys, did you hear? I did not hear this, and I don't know. I, I wasn't. I didn't see this anywhere over the weekend in my show research. The chef's blood sample they took as evidence. Oh, the chef from Obama uh-huh. has been lost. Yes, I heard that. Of course it has. I did not know that. What have you heard about that, Lizzie? I just heard, I heard it from three different like news sources that his blood was taken. And when, I'm not sure who asked for it, to be honest, though, they can't find it. Like they don't have any of it. And that he is, his body is like not anywhere where anyone is allowed to take another sample either. I don't know where his body is, but they're not allowed to take another sample. And that sample is gone. How convenient. I mean, that's not an accident. We know that that is not an accident. And why? It's in the same place where all the money that they lost is at. Yes. And all the kids yes. that they lost are at. Uh, Correct. Correct. Yeah, and we showed you the... heard that supposedly, I've heard this from three, to three or four different sources too, Obama was there at his house. Um, yeah, I've heard the rumor. Uh, the mm-hmm. problem is... You know, it doesn't matter whether we'll never know the truth. State police has the investigation. Mm-hmm. State police are doing that from Martha's Vineyard. Um, now we're hearing uh, Doreen says the chef apparently was writing a book yes. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Yeah, Jeannie says they probably cremated him pretty fast. Yes. Um, we showed you guys the pictures last week of Obama with a black eye and hand all bandaged mm-hmm. up. Um, yeah. Yeah, just some crazy cover-up, whatever stuff that could possibly be going on. Um, man, man, oh man, oh man. And okay, none of that is an accident. And Troy none reminds everybody it's because Michael is not a woman. Right. That's exactly right. <laughs> and I didn't hear this. Obama said his hands were bandaged from golfing. No, they're not. Yeah, that is not true. Not like that. <laughs> not after not you like golf as much as he is. No. Golfed. No. Or Trump, that doesn't happen. No, that does not happen. Um, I don't know. Not unless he was using the golf club like Tiger's ex-wife used on him, and he hit something in his downswing from smashing somebody. Right into the water. <laughs> right into the water. Or a ball, or hell, we don't even know if they, whatever, whatever. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey guys, this is Cancel This. We appreciate everybody jumping in with us again today. We, we're, we're grateful for our guest that we had today, Shane Trejo from uh, Michigan with a political pack explaining the, the plight that Michigan electors are facing now from a Democratic uh, attorney general because they spoke out against the 2020 election. And then also uh, Jim Eady from swineweb.com learning about the pork industry, ag industry, what's happening right now. So we're grateful for that. Coming up tomorrow, we know we have Scott Rosenblum. Um, he is representing the Chesterfield, Missouri man who was being accused of, quote, trafficking uh, a child and this guy had also given money to Angel Studios for the movie Sound of Freedom. So be careful about headlines that you see. We'll get the lowdown from Scott tomorrow Can't in regards wait. to what's happening with that. And, of course, everything else. This is Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. Anything else? Do we leave anything? We good? I, I think we covered all the stones. That it was a fast two hours. It was fast, fast. two hours. Very fast. All right. Pro Joe, Lizzie, I'm Vic. Have an awesome day. Remember, you can join our show. Go to our our partners page, canceltheshow.com. If you know of anybody that wants to be a part of the show or as an advertiser or as we told you, um, the network's growing. If you guys have anybody that you know that wants to do a show, jump in. uh, That would be popular. That you think that would work. Let us know. We'll take it from there. Have a great day, everybody.